One of the things that stops small business owners from creating marketing content consistently is this feeling of being uninspired, of having no idea what to say in the first place. If you can relate to this, you are in good company. So many of us struggle with knowing what our marketing content should actually be about. But I am here to help. I have come up with 100 prompts that you can use to guide your marketing from your social media posts to your emails to your longer form content. I guarantee that these prompts will get you inspired and that you'll have more ideas than you even know what to do with. You can download this list of 100 marketing prompts for free at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100 prompts. That's makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100-P-R-O-M-P-T-S. Welcome back to Making Good, the podcast for small businesses who want to make a big impact. I'm your host, Lauren Tilden, and I am so happy you're here. This week on the podcast is a special 10-part podcast series that I'm airing on the private podcast that's part of Making Good Happen, my membership. But as a holiday slash New Year's gift to you, I decided I would share it with you, my Making Good podcast family as well. Episodes in this series will be released every single weekday, Monday through Friday, from December 25th through January 5th. Each short and sweet episode will include some guidance as well as a short exercise for you to go through. By the end of this series, you will have reviewed 2023, dreamt up your ideal 2024, and created a plan to get there. And bonus, I have created a free workbook that you can use to work through these exercises. Head to makinggoodpodcast.com slash 2024, that's 2024, to get your copy and get going. Here is today's episode from this 10-part series on ringing in 2024. Okay, folks, it is part 10. We have arrived at the last part in our series of episodes all about closing out 2023 and ringing in and planning for 2024. If you haven't yet, please start from the beginning on these episodes. They are designed and ordered in the way that they are on purpose. So start at part one and move on through the parts to part 10 today. So far, we have done some reflection. We have dreamed up our ideal 2024, and we've done some planning for the year and quarter and weeks ahead. Now we are faced with the age old question that I know so many of my audience members struggle with, and that is this. How do I actually stick with this plan? If you're anything like me, this time of the year, the beginning of the year is full of some serious fresh start energy, but it might also be full of the shame and memory from past years of all the goals and resolutions that we've made and maybe not always stuck to. In many ways, making the plan is the easy part and sticking to it is where the rubber really meets the road. However, I want to offer a few strategies that I have found extremely helpful when it comes to sticking with things. I'm starting with the most important one, and that is accountability. You've heard me talk about this and the fact that it is built into the heart of this program. Accountability is the number one factor that keeps me taking action. When I've told someone else that I'm going to do something, I do it. So I use this in a couple of ways. First, I often say to my community on social or email what my commitment is. Like I'm going to be releasing an episode every Tuesday, for example, because I know if people are expecting it, I will make sure to make it happen. Accountability with your close friends or your business community is also really powerful. You can get an accountability partner or join a group like Making Good Happen, where you commit to those folks what you're going to do, and they're there to check in and hold you accountable to make sure it happens. 
My second suggestion is tracking. So it's very satisfying to track your habits consistently. I find that having some sort of habit or action tracker where I get to X out each box that I complete is very, very motivating. This is the premise of like the gold star stickers on the calendar days. If I've consistently reached out to wholesale prospects every single week for 20 weeks, I am going to make sure that I don't miss on my 21st week so that I can put that sticker on the calendar again. My third suggestion is to make sure to be flexible. There is no room here for all or nothing thinking. Plans change. Things don't go as planned. Surprises come up. If you set a goal in the beginning of the year and things don't end up panning out in the way you expect, it doesn't mean all is lost. And what is the point in trying? You can change your goal if you need to. I recommend checking in every month with your goals to see what needs to be adjusted, what plans have changed, and make sure that you're always motivated and excited about what's ahead of you instead of overwhelmed and discouraged. Coming from a place of motivation and excitement is much more likely to actually make you take action instead of those negative things like overwhelm and discouragement. Finally, make sure that your goals are actually the right goals. I've noticed something recently about goal setting. It is way more motivating to me if the goals feel expansive and exciting. If when you think about your goals, you feel excited, lit up, full of possibility and positive energy, maybe even a little bit nervous, that's okay. But overall expansive, I think that's a good sign. But I have a whole track record of setting goals. And honestly, for me, it's often been about dieting and weight. And those goals were usually about who I didn't want to be rather than who I did want to be. That kind of self-shaming energy is not one that really motivates me or makes me excited to take action. So I would just encourage you to think about how your goals feel, because my feeling and my experience is that when you're excited about something, taking action becomes a lot easier and more intuitive. So as your final exercise in this planning series, I would like you to commit to one form of accountability. How will you get other folks involved in holding you accountable to your goals? Maybe this means that you promise your email marketing comes out every Wednesday so that you know people expect it. Maybe it means you set up a weekly check-in with some business buddies to see how you're all doing and hold one another accountable to your tasks. There are endless ways to hold yourself accountable. The main point is that you get someone besides you involved in your actions so that other people know whether or not you actually followed through. This gentle pressure can make all of the difference. It does for me. So that's what I have for you on this series of planning for 2024. I am so excited to see what comes from your business in the year to come. Keep me posted. Next week on this podcast, we're back to our regular style episodes, one-off surprise little pep talks, marketing tips, and bursts of inspiration and advice that I hope you love listening to as much as I love creating them for you. Happy new year, my friends. This is going to be good. Okay, so that was today's episode in this 10 part ringing in 2024 series. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, you might want to check out Making Good Happen, my membership, where we have an episode that comes out every single weekday, Monday through Friday, all year long. So again, you can get the free workbook for these exercises at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 2024. This episode was produced and edited by Corinne Monaco of Just Peachy Illustration. Thank you for being here and for focusing on making a difference with your small business. Talk to you next time.